0: I'm the Doctor. I'm a time I'm from, from the planet Gallifrey, the constellation of Castorus. Now I see Horizon? Time and
1: relative
0: dimension in space. It means life. Greetings humans, Daleks, Time Lords and Pig Slaves, you are listening to Exterminating Doctor Who.
1: This is the show on Utter Radio where we take unpopular episodes of Doctor Who and debate whether they're really all that bad.
0: With your hosts, Aidan Gula.
1: And me, George Ellis.
0: And in today's episode, we are talking about Daleks in Manhattan slash Evolution of the
1: Daleks. Yes, we watched both of them. Yes. Back to back. Yes. This morning.
0: This morning, <laughs> <laughs> we've really progressed from the night before to just ah. ten minutes before.
1: I remember when I, I just remember the first episode we ever did, the little pilot, which I don't, which we did kind of air uh, later on, but that was the first one we did. We, I just didn't watch the episode.
0: Didn't you? You just make it <laughs> up as you go along. No, yeah, remember, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch Fear Her. I also didn't watch Victory of the Daleks. I also didn't watch Love and Monsters. Oh, wow i also didn't watch the end okay. of time
1: you were f- it's a, you're a fraud
0: it's a scam <laughs> but besides besides that i have watched them all oh i, think, I see because well some of them i just think oh, i know
1: this episode i don't know whatever let's just look at all our episodes and see which ones have been the worst
0: <laughs> the worst ones, be the ones one you didn't i've watch. not actually watched the episode before but this one i did even though to be honest i probably couldn't i probably i probably didn't need to yeah i no. yeah, I probably could have got away with not watching this one but you know considering some other things was uh, actually quite useful um because we wouldn't have got the put your hands up you schmucks line if we let's hadn't you that. know watched <laughs>
1: i can't replicate it but you saved it in the chat so let's let's find it well it really
0: made me laugh because i was watching
1: <laughs> hands in the air it's so <laughs> That's, uh... yeah one point about this episode the accents are okay they're good sometimes they're too much
0: <laughs> yeah no i think um i'm gonna pre- i'm actually gonna preface this now by saying i thoroughly enjoyed watching this today because i expected it to be so bad because a lot of the time you know i have um uh, what you call it when you think of something fondly but it's actually What's it called? There's a phrase for it, isn't there?
1: What nostalgia filter? What's this?
0: A uh, rose tinted glasses. That's,
1: That's it. the one. I was.
0: I look at it at, with through rose tinted glasses, and I think, ah, oh, I remember that episode because I remember I used to love it as a child. And I, then sometimes I come back to them older, and I go, ah, <laughs> yeah. So I was expecting. I was fully expecting that to happen in this episode, and it didn't. But I do want to preface this podcast by saying to everybody listening, all, all three of you, I. Like this episode. I, I said it.
1: I said it. Also enjoyed these two episodes. I did. I I remember watching it with... Because I remember watching it last year, like with, every, with everything else in David Tennant's series. And it, it was definitely a bit of a slower burner compared to the ones around it. But the one that follows it was, I think...
0: Works. abysmal, abysmal. Yeah. yeah
1: so maybe we're enjoying this one more because we've come from watching like eight terrible episodes in a row
0: maybe and maybe we're just dealing with it on its own and that works fine rather than and, in yes the context of the full series i
1: think that's it as well yeah yeah because if you watch this after i can which comes before i think it come it does slow everything down a wee bit but Ooh, then it question. is but no matter, but no matter what, this these two episodes are better than the one that follows it.
0: Yeah, because and I that do. One I,
1: is the Lazarus Experiment is not a good one.
0: No, and I do think because when I watched this as a child, and me and my brothers just used to watch Doctor Who over and over and over and over and over again. As you do, you wouldn't watch them. Would very rarely watch episodes in order. Do I you mean you wouldn't ever yeah. do a series? As a, yeah, as a,
1: them. I I I've only ever done it once, but that was when I cause I got the box set for christmas and i just stuck them in and i was like eh, doctor
0: who mm. so and then i'd just come back me, to the ones i me, like if me and my brother were i like, go let's watch doctor who what should we fancy it? do you want that human Dalek one yeah let's watch that you just watch it like that and i think this episode benefits from that because i did really enjoy part two not so much part two i think did let it down
1: i think they're both as i think i don't really think there's a huge difference in the quality in either of them
0: Maybe I just think it was a bit slower pace. because Honestly, had, there was a lot of build up in the first one. Whereas this one, there was, was sort of like, yes. It now.
1: But in episode two, I think there were some better moments between the characters,
0: especially the yeah, Doctor and The so Doctor has like, some, yeah. The Doctor does, but I, I think the whole vibe I preferred in the yeah. No,
1: um, that's fair enough because the mysteries and the first one does have a nice mystery build up. Yeah, it pays because, because, and that's the thing, Doctor Who when you try and do mysteries, often they're forcing the payoff too quickly or they have to have it like certain, like you have all the payoff in like a minute and then you have the resolution for the last uh, 15 minutes. But with this being a two-parter, I do agree with you. With the first episode, they could really build up this mystery and then they could really kind of have the payoff be stretched over a good 15 minutes, mm. like the kind of the revelation. And then the next episode, it it's is...
0: dealing with it, yeah.
1: Yes, which is a very different definitely has a very different feel between the episodes because of that but i think as a whole it works much better
0: yeah i agree because um, mostly most of my my notes i always keep notes most of my notes that are negative are generally production things and i actually there's very little with the plot itself that i thought I was like oh yeah. that's, that's questionable the more i Mo- think about the
1: plot the better it is actually
0: well, it's not even necessarily that it's better or that I'm like, wow, this is groundbreaking.
1: Mm.
0: It's kind of just nice Dalek story. I do i do think there's, there's a bit more to it because obviously there's your purity evolution debate thing that they do, which is quite interesting. And actually, I've noticed the three Dalek episodes that we've done on this podcast all have that kind of theme. Because mm. Victory of the Daleks is the new Daleks versus the old Daleks uh res what the hell was it called the newest revolution Revolu- revolution of the daleks uh, either or. was about those uh human created daleks want a better word versus the proper daleks so it's kind of yeah. quite similar to here but i do prefer the way it's done much it.
1: worse yeah, cause this, one's yeah done uh, this, better. this
0: is done actually Quite well, because you get the Cult of Scarrow in there. So any, any reason you're like, why are these Daleks experimenting? You've actually got some quite distinct that's the Daleks. Point, that's,
1: that's the point of the Cult of Scarrow. And the Cult yeah, of Scarrow, exactly. they've got names. They're very much their own. Do you know them? Uh, Sek is the leader. Yes.
0: Ah! I, think, I, I think only two How get a name drop that? in this one. Though.
1: How can I not remember the last one? He's very important. He's like, I know he's like, ah, Khan. That's it. Khan, yes as he goes crazy and eventually I can like, only think ah, of, I can,
0: can only I can only think of three the other one I know is Se. Faye
1: Faye Sec Faye Khan
0: well I cannot think for the life of me
1: what the fourth okay. one is called it's got to be a very different name because they're all very different Sec Faye Khan Bang is what I'm expecting something different
0: uh, I've googled it yeah I would I would never have got that one it is just.
1: Jast. Jast. do you like Jast? did it no 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 shut up right it's all the listeners <laughs> yeah, the he one. played that when I, I called him on teams he decided to just just play that on spotify for me not a bit of it the full thing before yes, he showed it my, his face. it was my intro track yeah my, the...
0: my microphone was off the camera was off i just played that i hate
1: and it then
0: as funny. soon as the song ended my face appeared
1: <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, uh. that's
0: that's the kind of wild living we do on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um going back to that production point. Most I I've have, I've have plus points, I've neutral points which are just observations I made, and then there are negative points. And the negative points are all production things. So I'm going to get them out of the way now before we delve into the plot. Firstly, as you mentioned, the accents
1: now come on Abe. No come on. Right. When someone says hands in the air.
0: You schmucks.
1: <laughs> is there anything really wrong with that? <laughs> well,
0: you always it's quite Tallulah funny whenever, you, whenever you watch quite often when you watch episodes. <laughs> let me speak man. Quite often when we do episodes and you we do our live commentaries to each other. A lot of the time your dad will walk in and he'll have a comment here and there. My parents never do that. They never they have never walked in. They
1: don't love you. We get
0: that, yeah. <laughs> Except for this except for this one. I was watching it. My mom came in. And she went, What the hell are you watching? Then she was looking at it and I went and I went, It's Doctor Who. And she's like, Oh yeah. And then the more she looked at it, she went, Oh, is this that one with the really bad accents? And I was like going, Yes. And then she said, Isn't there like a woman in it? Has that really annoying voice. And then she said, Whenever you watch this as kids, she really irritated me. And I thought, okay, this is obviously that. now I've got older, I can appreciate that as well. And as soon as she started speaking, she was like, Laszlo. And I'm like, What? Laszlo. What is genuine New York? And I'm like, What are you doing? New- <laughs> <laughs> what now are listen, you doing?
1: <laughs> I'm not the greatest at American accents. And I'll quote my um, drama teacher here. Uh, Let's just go with English, shall we? (laughs) That's what he said to me. I worked hard on it as well. It really hurt. It really hurt. But I had to listen to them loads and loads of times. So I I at least know what you should be going for. And hands in the air is not it
0: (laughs) at all. But even like, she was really bad. There were some other people I thought what are you from the American part of Swansea? What is that supposed to be? Uh, <laughs> but then Andrew Garfield shows up and the man played Spider-Man. So I mm-hmm. thought you are going to have a good accent. However, he did not have a New York accent where Spider-Man is from. So he'd had no practice for that. They instead mm-hmm. decided to make him from the South. Yes. And one of my favorite lines of his was when he went, my dad is on the railroad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I thought,
0: no, Andrew.
1: Um, but I, no. the, the thing is, because <laughs> everyone's accent is so terrible, there's either got to be a terrible a- accent coach somewhere on that set, or the director made a creative decision to make. There was the I don't. It was not the actors. Well, it was because they they well, no, couldn't. Absolutely the was. <laughs> but it's but they also weren't, got they to be
0: given good direction. No, yes. Mean? They were, there's they weren't got to guide. be a decision somewhere else. Yeah. Them. They showed the up, fact and <laughs>
1: everyone. The fact <laughs> well, everyone's is so terrible means that no one said anything about it or they thought it was good yeah that's what i'm thinking all the actors showed up on set and they went
0: okay let's just hear your american accent and they've all gone my dad is on the railroad and they've gone yeah that's fine and moved with it and they haven't decided to go maybe we should work on that they've no, just but that, that's gotta go. be
1: that's gotta be or they were all on set and then they had this accent coach come on and they walked in and they were like everyone today and it was just like <laughs> hands in the air and then they were like hands in the air and then oh, you've got it now we'll run with that that's what i think happened i think they had an, an accent coach come in who completely lied on their application and just
0: probably yeah
1: yeah, accent, yeah. i believe that 100 percent. it's like when you,
0: whenever you do an american accent the easiest thing to do is just really er, yeah. w- any word that has an r in it and, make and but i know it's hard yeah yeah and i noticed there's obviously if there's the word creature now if you said to me say creature in american accent i'd probably go creature like that that just very standard very standard thing but i noticed when she said creature at one point to lula to two l's and an eight no three l's and an
1: h how else would you spell to
0: it was actually quite funny because when i was writing um i was writing a note, and i was, I spent about three minutes trying to spell Tallulah. I was going how the hell do you do it and then she went three l's and an h and i went oh thank you and then i wrote it out. <laughs> she answered my question
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so that was actually quite oh, useful that to, one. I, <laughs> um
1: how many out of three l's thanks
0: yeah well she <laughs> she, 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 well, she she says creature at one point but she kind of goes creature and i've had a thought, <laughs> I thought no, cre- you've, you've put the er at the start of the word not creature. the end yeah and i thought hmm Questionable. So that was, you know, that was the probably the biggest production issue. I, mean, I have.
1: Like, Andrew Garfield's a great. I do think he's a fabulous actor. So there's got to just be someone like the director. Just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe because he's directing David and um. Freema. Thank you. There, maybe he was a or whoever the director was. Who was the director? No idea. Okay, maybe they were.
0: I don't know. Let's. I'm going Let me have a look because some. A lot of these series sort of have. Yes, and we can. Return, compare it to returning. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Because no matter what, they probably like. They probably maybe. Because they're working with those two. People who you can use like just let act because they played the role for so long. Maybe they just kind of. Ignored everyone else when it comes to directing wise and didn't like give them many pointers other than just. Go with this accent, you know. Maybe. We're theorizing oh, here, it's, but... It's... Okay, this is quite interesting, actually, because I looked
0: I looked at it. it was, it's a name called James Strong, and I thought, I don't know that name. I'm assuming this is the only episode of Doctor Who that he's done. But he actually has done quite a few episodes of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. including so, including Voyage of the Damned, often oh. an amazing episode, the Impossible Planet slash the Satan Pit with the Ud, amazing okay. episode, uh-huh. uh, Partners in Crime with the Adipose, amazing episode, planet of the dead not so much but still quite a familiar one you know in the the desert with the bust and stuff like that thank you so actually this man has done some quite good episodes of doctor who i don't know maybe it was the inch while we're here actually i did one of my neutral points was that i thought the daleks were directed in a really weird way and i say they were directed because it's got to be the director to make this decision in that he sort of treated them more like they were human actors like there's a bit when Dalek Sec is talking to people, and rather Dalek just just we are the Daleks blah blah blah. blah, blah. It's Eye Stalk is looking around at all these people, and I thought that was a really I've never really seen that before. And it's like the Dalek is addressing them, and it's like
1: it's, it's a better. I I know exactly what you mean, and I think it's a better take on it because it's I, he's not humanizing them; he's making them more alive mm. by using how humans often communicate. So he's looking to at them, and he's being more. I do i agree with you there for example when they all there's a moment where they all turn around in shock for some reason i can't remember but instead of the just going hello it's like turns around head first body follows while they're talking and it's like an actual what's happening here mm. it's they, they it's also it, the that's uh, a bit of emot- emot- yeah,
0: emotion yeah and the fa- famous or infamous bit where the daleks are gossiping. And, you know, when they move in closer, and they go, what are your opinions on sec?
1: <laughs> when he and turns then, around. And then, he's then he turns like,
0: around and he's like, <laughs> well, and then it's, that's quite, and again, I, I wrote, you know, that's him treating them. Maybe it's the Dalek operator, maybe, but I'd assume it'd be the same Dalek operator across all this era. Do you know what I mean? Because there can't be many people who know how to do that.
1: Maybe the writer as well. Just maybe adding. So a little... I feel
0: like the director probably gone, right, Your are Daleks. And hello, little man in the Dalek but i'm going to treat i'm going to treat this Hello? the dalek as a human person so rather than you know yeah. a, a, a man standing there and going we are the daleks blah 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 blah, blah you've got the dalek ice stalk moving around and you've got the daleks uh gossiping and there's even a few times the vo- the voice change, uh, is more like acted because obviously nicholas briggs has, nicholas briggs has done the daleks throughout all of new who nobody else even dares do the daleks because that's his 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 domain. But there was one of the first lines Dalek Sec had in this. I was thinking, Oh, Nicholas, are you on an off day or something? Because he was he was like going, We are the Daleks, and he was like talking differently. And it wasn't just him doing the we're the Daleks, his usual shouty, we are the Daleks, we're gonna kill you. Exterminate, extend exterminate, exterminate. That's how he usually just does the Daleks, you know what I mean? But this one, it was like he was just talking into the voice modulator. And I noticed that throughout the episode, so I thought this is a conscious decision. This isn't just Nicholas showing up going, "How the hell did I do the Dalek voice before?" So I thought they've, it's it's like the director James Strong has just gone, "I'm gonna, we've got Daleks, but I'm gonna treat them like they're actors." And yes. I thought that was very and a very interesting thing to do. I
1: think it's a good thing to do. I think it'd be nice for all of the Daleks, in a sense, because then you can maybe have a bit of individuality. But I think it's it was at least necessary for these ones because they're the Skaro. Yeah. They are by definition
0: the best of the best.
1: Yes, and they're very they're very different and they're very individual. <laughs> yes. So
0: my other before we delve into the uh, plot itself, I feel like this may be a slightly longer episode or a lot to cut out. But my well, other is it, produ- a,
1: it is a two parter.
0: Yes, but we've done a two-parter before on this podcast. We, we managed to do that in 56 minutes, so... When was it? End of time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, my other production issues were... I'm just going to roll through these. Bad green screen. There was a few oh, times... Oh, yeah. There was quite a few times somebody was stood, and there was clearly supposed to be something behind them, and it was clear they were not behind them. Uh, Any
1: scene where they were on top of the Empire State Building?
0: That is my next point. The uh, When they were on the roof it was twice when it was the workers going, I can't feel my hands. And then when the doctor was. No, Aiden, up, Aiden, Aiden, Aiden. <laughs> I can't
1: feel my hands. You really?
0: It was when they were on the roof. Then when the doctor was up later on, they were like, going, it's
1: so windy.
0: But not even a strand of hair was moving. David had, I noticed there was a little flicker. But with those two, at first they were just going so, and then it sort of zoomed out, and I thought, I can tell you're just on a studio floor, and somebody's gone. We forgot the fans, and they've gone. Oh, whatever, it doesn't matter, and they've just it's windy. Just go with it. And even when David Tennant's on the plunders, and his hair's flicking a bit, I was thinking, you're on the top of the Empire State Building. Your coat would be bellowing about, but his coat was fine. His suit was untouched. It was Uh, just. He
1: would have been better if he had just taken the coat off because that thing would have gone.
0: Yeah, so that was that was a uh, production issue. I thought not windy enough. The Empire State Building
1: and then my final—they have made it torrential because I think he would have died. All right, David, I know you signed a contract here, but just go with it. Ah! <laughs> they could have
0: put him in a wind tunnel. Ah, his face you, is moving.
1: You've you got to strap ah! him in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> his whole face is like oh, you know when they do it when that your mouth goes all big when you've got the yeah. wet uh, air. Yeah. He's all uh, uh, trying to reach all right, David, for the David, The line is. <laughs> ah ah, ah. (laughs) that's that's what they should have done and my final production issue that I had a major because obviously you've got production issues because this is 2007 so already I'm like "Mm, this doesn't hold up today but I was trying to ignore a lot of that and just go with things that are timelessly bad and the final thing was the tentacles on his head for the human Dalek when they were not you know they could have just been limp That might have worked better. Or you could have made them move a bit more organically. But the way they were just moving, like, I thought that is, that doesn't work. I didn't like it. I've also realized for the the audio version there, it just sounds like I'm doing the uh, David Bren dance there. and They can't actually tell what I'm doing with my fingers. But I was moving my fingers very rigidly, as if to replicate the poor tentacles on sex head.
1: Sex head. (laughs) Yeah, I album.
0: realized that after I said that. Oh, that's a um, my punk album coming soon. So, <laughs> um, well, it's just the Dalek plot. The whole idea of the Daleks is that they had to evolve and they were experimenting on pig people yes. and they wanted to create a new race of human Daleks until yes. the pure Daleks were like, no. So, that is our plot. What yes. are your thoughts on that plot?
1: I think it's a very interesting idea the idea that the Daleks are so focused on the idea of being pure that they won't even consider the idea of evolution. It's very interesting. It's very, and it's a nice, it's good that they kind of, they, they, it's nice to focus on it for a bit because it's, it's kind of, they say return to flesh because obviously the Daleks were just things before, but, um, no, how do I feel about the whole Daleks? Yeah, no, cuz it's interesting cuz I do think they should they should delve more into what Daleks once were. And I think this is a nice episode that kind of delves into that a little bit. Not enough, mm-hmm. obviously, because I think we should get that later on. But it's a nice it's nice to see and it's nice to see how they're so stubborn the Daleks and how they're not just creatures of hate, they're creatures of pure we won't even consider being something else and it's like yeah, dude, it, if, but you, it's if even you'd like, even consider it you'd be fine and the doctor wouldn't try and stab you every moment he gets
0: yeah because i thought it was when they were obviously all the cool are on board originally and they're like and oh, we'll, we'll do the final experiment but then i think it gets to a point when sec is too huge and he becomes too human doesn't he that's when they're like now nah, we've gone too far because it's the moment when they're like Uh, I mean, this is in part two, and even though it wasn't fussed on part two as much, but I thought one of the best moments from this whole thing was when Solomon does the big speech and he's like on about, we can work together. We can, you know, we can be one. And then the Dalek just goes exterminate and kills him. And I thought that was such a good moment because it's just like, that is a Dalek. Dalek." It was
1: ruined for me though, because my my dad walked in as he was halfway through his speech and he said, does he get shot, looked at me? And I just went, (laughs) and and he was like, I gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, it it was predictable, but it was a good moment to show you how the Daleks would just—they'll let you talk. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on, yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> They're thought,
1: absolute assholes. Yeah, and There's the
0: Daleks—the be- Daleks had a few moments like that in that episode. Actually, I think that's what. You know we've had this debate previously, so I'm not going to bother doing it again. But on the victory of the Daleks episode, we said should Daleks be scheming or brute force? Do you remember that debate that we had? It was a long time ago. Bloody hell, we were in the radio studio. That's how long ago it was. So part one of this story is very much the scheming Daleks, and part two becomes brute force. Mm. And I like the way that they did it in this story because the, by by the time it's brute force, the Daleks are just like exterminating sec. They're exterminating all the. Uh, hybrids i guess they were calling them um and then even when they finished that they just melted their brains essentially and the doctor says you know jenna this is this is genocide and i thought this is because the daleks were originally based on the nazis so it was very much like the pat we've been sort of humanizing sec recently we're going maybe he has wisdom maybe he can maybe he can be good and then we go no they're daleks they're nazis you can't you can't you know do anything with that and i thought that shows you
1: they can be good actually if you, if they're not Dalek, that's the very interesting thing. If they're not Dalek, they can be good. Mm. But if but they Daleks are Dalek,
0: fundamentally,
1: they they just can't no, mm.
0: have no redemption. But I do really like, I do like the Daleks in this story. And people criticise them and say, why, why would they do the human evolution thing? And actually, sure. if I was to go a little bit, um, there was advocate. I would say when they were temporal shifted into the Empire State Building or New York, wherever they ended up, and they were like, "Oh, I do think, why did they think, let's hijack this Empire State Building or let's build the Empire State Building as it was implied. It was implied there was a whole Dalek scheme to begin with. Why did they think of that rather than just that we've got, with four Daleks, we can just kill everybody. We're in 1920s, 1930s, 1920s, uh, America. They don't have tanks. They don't have anything. We can just
1: well because they wanted to kill. create. They wanted to create more Daleks. If they killed... that, they, they needed.
0: Oh, I suppose so. Because I was thinking, I'm mainly thinking is as, as conquering, but I guess they, they were... these
1: aren't the it... conquering Daleks. They've no. never been that. These ones are the cult of Scarlet. The whole Point is they're supposed to think outside the box and do.
0: I suppose so. The then people yeah. People if, it it, if it was if it was four standard Daleks and they landed in. Oh, they would go eight. <laughs> yeah, they they'd the uh, exterminating left, right, and center, then I yes, guess that makes sense. Yeah. So you have quickly Dalek six
1: come here. I'm gonna mount this Gatling gun to you.
0: Yeah, exactly. I also those quite a bit, do you know when the uh, just thinking about that, when they were when the Daleks started attacking the Hooverville camp and it was mm-hmm. choo, choo-choo, my brain because I've edited this podcast, so much was going, Oh, they're swearing a lot, aren't they? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously our sensor is a Dalek exterminating. Yeah. So yes, so the Daleks I thought were fine, and people criticise them as you know saying why would they do this? It's not very Dalek-like, but I do think it makes sense for the cult of Scaro, and I do think it is
1: entertaining. Uh, entertaining. I've also seen a criticism. So.
0: Yeah, I've also seen a criticism that said why have we never seen them try to evolve since? And I think well we saw how it went the first time. Why would they bother again? Because the Daleks, when they are just like no, we've had enough, and they go right, the Doctor, you're an enemy, and then you know the point they'd even point, like yeah. you said the. He's on that control panel, and his dial, his gun just moves the doctor, and is like, "Right, I've had enough of this." And then the whole body moves, and it is just because that's they're going, you know, no, no, yeah. no more evolving. This what is stupid. F- yeah, no, but, so it's... I, but for people who say um, the Daleks should have handled that. Since I'm like,
1: no, I mean, they did, they tried it, and they came to the conclusion, no. Like, like, it's not like they came to the conclusion of okay, but we'll do something. Yeah, different. So,
0: so. if you think about it, we've, we've had them not necessarily evolve in the human sense again, but we have had the paradigm Daleks in the Matt Smith era.
1: Yeah, we've had They're fine with evolving as Daleks, but they but th- this path of evolving down the route of being different in any sense other than just pure Dalek, they've gone, it's not for us.
0: Because mm. then you can see, you could say that we've had that again since in the. Jodie Whittaker episode, as much as we despise that episode, but there are the human-built Daleks, and then I like, go, no, 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 we don't do this anymore, you're Dalek or you're nothing, and then they come yeah. in and kill them all. But I also, I do quite like how the Doctor is sort of, I thought the Doctor was really strong in this episode. Oh, well, that's
1: just David Tennant. Because,
0: I mean, it's, David, because it's David Tennant, yes, of course.
1: Well, that's the thing but, my dad said no, about David Tennant in this episode, when he was doing the big, you know, the speech just after um, the dude gets exterminated. Yes. My dad said, even when it's a naff script, he said that, even when it's a naff script or it's a bit tongue-in-cheek, David Tennant never does it like that. He always puts 100% effort in. And I think that's that's that encompasses everything about David Tennant's performances in Doctor Who, even when he's playing, was it Cassandra, the big plastic skin lady? Yes. Even when he's doing that, he's still putting 100% effort in. No matter what he's doing in Doctor Who, he's always 100% effort. And I think that really comes across in episodes where maybe they're a bit subpar because he's always there. It's like with um, Capaldi. Mm.
0: Yeah, I agree. But the the thing will come under the Doctor properly shortly because I do have a lot of points about the Doctor, actually. And Martha, actually. Martha really impressed me in this episode. But there was a point where the Doctor... When Sec is talking to the doctor about how they must evolve and change, and the doctor just goes, "What?" Yeah, and I, I really like that because I thought that is basically the audience's reaction to this, mm. isn't they? Good, we must evolve and change, and we go, "You are what?" And I loved the way the doctor did that. I not I, I can't. I don't know if he did say "come again." I don't think he would have, but something to that sense. And it was like, "Wait, w- what are you talking about?" This isn't. You, and it was like he the doctor said to me was like trying... you
1: want to like he like just said what they said back to him, basically. And, I've, and it's, it's incredible because the Doctor knows the Daleks inside and out. Like he knows what they think and how they act mm. to the point where he is blind, like just blinders. He will not consider any other option. It is they are this, nothing else, which is obviously it's been proven time and again that that sometimes doesn't always go well. But in this, it's.
0: That was, a, that was looked like you having a really profound experience there i'm not i really rain i really, brain. <laughs> I really hope on. people watch the uh youtube video just for that moment where it looked it looked annoying. like <laughs> it looked like buddha entered your soul then i thought that that's what just happened i don't know what happened
1: i have i've lost my I've, line this is really annoying right um Yes. Okay. So for Dalek Sek to, to say an option that is completely irrelevant for a Dalek to say that he doesn't consider a Dalek would ever say is it's he, it's it's such a good moment because the Doctor he wouldn't reas- like he can't respond to that because it's like it's completely un- it's an impossible event for a Dalek to say why don't we evolve? He's just like you yeah, are. Well, mm. Are you are you on something right now, Mr. Dalek Sek? Because. Well, because um and i think that's uh, a good moment. some there was a point there but my brain decided to literally die halfway through that so to yeah, you Abe. So i
0: would just roll with that. so i do, so i'm going to go with the doctor now. Well, i'm yes. not going to go with the doctor where am i going? but i go thought the. the doc the you reboot His turn um <laughs> i do really like again the doctor reacting to the daleks has got to be one of the the best moments for any doctrine obviously the david oh, yeah. obviously the Davidton has already faced the daleks already but i thought what was really nice about the way he faced the daleks here is that when he's experimenting on that brain which again i'm not really sure how that brain ended up in that tunnel but let's just roll with it um well, when he was
1: ju- it was an it was a dalek embryo it wasn't a brain
0: oh i thought it was a brain
1: oh, yeah okay. it's dalek embryo it's The dregs and they literally just dump them
0: i see okay that makes sense thank you for clearing up all my confusions with this episode why did they do that did you explain it to me okay so um when he finds that thing and he's just sort of basically just he's quite he's serious that he knows there's a threat and he's got to handle that but he's quite casual with it Mm -hmm. and when he's just sort of like i'm just gonna go experiment on this thing he's just sort of like a bit like oh there's an alien threat i'm sure i'll work it out Ah. when he goes Oh eight nine seven. Blah, 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 that's got to be uh, which I really liked. That was a really nice sciencey side of the Doctor. You don't really see that very often. But I quite no, I really liked that. Just really small line. But then when he worked out Scarrow, the first thing he do, he doesn't sit there and go, Oh no, it's the Daleks. He immediately leaps up and demands, "Where's Martha?" That's the first thing he does. And the moment he switches, just like that, from, Ooh, "What's this threat going to be?" To, "Okay, this is serious." That was such a good.
1: Flip. It's subtle as well. Yeah. Because often when a doctor gets their big Dalek moment, like Christopher Ferkelston screaming at a Dalek, Matt Smith screaming at a Dalek, all that kind of, stuff. they all have the nice mm. moment. Obviously, Matt's louder because he's. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but they all. It's always a big. It's very. It's very big moment, and it's them always directly opposing the Dalek but in this case it's a nice it's subtle because it's him it's all of that everything the hate the pain Daleks can cause all that in his head in that one line and the yeah. reaction and it's incredibly well done actually because you you can see all that if you know the doctor you can see how they're a threat and you see all those extra things but even if you don't know the doctor's character you can see this is important at the very least yeah
0: and again um it comes A moment shortly after is when they're in the tunnel when he's with Tallulah and they see three L's and an H and they see that Dalek goes go past. She's just like, "Eh, it's a metal thing and whatever. But then his his face, and she's like, oh, you're not kidding. When she looks at him and can see, every time I do her voice, I'm going to do a worse American accent than she manages to do. just so My mum actually you're said "My, my mom actually said to me, we should have done this whole podcast in awful American accents. Well, we've still got time.
1: We've <laughs> still got time, okay? So, so when, up, that, when that
0: bit when the doctor is in the tunnel and <laughs> he's with Tallulah, and she he keeps saying these things that sound quite ridiculous, but when she looks at him, his face is just like, oh, you're not kidding. When he says, i keep defeating them and they survive every single time while i lose and he's we've had that line quite a lot in doctor really when he says that that time this is the first time he's seen the daleks since rose died or got trapped in the parallel universe so that is very raw for this doctor yes and i think that's a great way to even address that and be like it's not just like the daleks are back it's like the daleks are back and the Doctor is not happy about that. Do you know what and I mean? It, I really like the it, way he's. It's,
1: it encompasses the idea of he... We said this before. I can't remember which Doctor and when. But um, even if one Dalek survives, they can cause so much pain. Something like that. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. And I love that idea that he... Just... It, it, it's, instead of showing his anger there, it's just showing the, the pain and fear, I think, as well, mixed in to the emotions there. Because it's like... And exhaustion as well. He will keep trying. And he's never gonna give up. But he's just sick to death of having to keep trying. Yeah. It's like, can you just die already? It's the it's like it's and it's it's a fantastic. Because usually the doctor and the best thing about the doctor, he's got compassion for every single creature, apart from Daleks.
0: But he still does in this story. Exactly. And I really liked that was that was about to be my next point, actually, because he starts this with going, it's the Daleks. This is, even if the Daleks really, he's angry with it. but By the end of the episode, and Khan is supposedly the last Dalek to survive. Though I do sort of think, when they, whenever they say things like that, because Daleks can time travel, surely there's other Daleks that exist at all points in time. Do you know what I mean?
1: If, uh, if you can time travel, you, there's probably like some sort of paradox theory. If you can time travel, do you not exist at all points in time constantly? In yeah sense.
0: so I, I think that i do think that and i also think because we've seen there's been so many different dalek designs over the years mm-hmm. obviously that's the production team going what can we do to update these but you've also got to imagine in doctor who lore they're just different armies of daleks yes so they all do different things like the bronze daleks these ones are supposed to be the time war daleks why they're still kicking around i don't know and we haven't had a redesign
1: well, or whatever because they tried the redesign once and didn't actually stick to their guns and then backtracked. Yeah, and, they,
0: and they should have done, but anyway. Um, so I do sort of think when they go, we are the last Daleks, I think. But is there not like a, a blue, one of the blue and silver Daleks over there somewhere? Is there not a, you know, white mm. and gold one somewhere? Yeah. But anyway, that's beside... But at the
1: time of writing, they yeah. wouldn't even that's... consider that to be an option. So no, yeah. that's, that's besides the point.
0: But when he, when all the human Daleks are killed, when the other members of the Cortescara are killed and the Doctor realizes, okay, Khan is the last Dalek, He's not necessarily compassionate for the Daleks there, but he's compassionate for the last member of a species. Because he and he was... knows, he knows I'm the last member of this. Well, even though he wasn't, but he believed he was at this point. He, um, even though, he like, because he knows what it's like to be the last member of a species. He's like, I wouldn't even, it's literally, I wouldn't even wish that on my worst enemy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's literally that phrase brought to life even his Daleks are his than his, but even he thinks even you are better than being the last of your yeah. species
1: and I think I think also he's got that compassion for that compassion for that last Dalek because of what he saw in Dalek Sec. because maybe, yeah. there is maybe a chance because if one Dalek can be turned into something good then maybe there's a chance that this dalek can be as well. Mm. So I think that also maybe plays a factor because maybe maybe if he never saw that maybe he would kill the last dalek. But after he's seen that they could they can show compassion and because later on in the episode he basically it comes to the point where he's defending dalek sec not physically cuz he can't get on the stage cuz he's not fast enough but with his words he's like don't like he's angry at them killing their own kind. But I think he's less angry at them killing their own kind and more angry at them killing their only, and he says it, their only hope of living, in a sense. Yeah. Because that is the only way he, I think the Doctor would have let them live. But obviously when it becomes the last one, he's like, whoopsie daisies.
0: Yeah, and even when um, Khan does just, again, reject his plea for, you know, help. Which I love
1: shows Khan's, like, cowardice there. Not and he didn't, doesn't say anything else other than just I'm out of Emergency
0: temporal shift. Yeah. And then leaves. But then even the Doctor's reaction to that isn't like flicking switches and going Must bring it back. Must bring it back. He just sort of goes, Oh, because he Shucks. knows he's going to face the Daleks again. Do you know what I mean? Like he, I think the Doctor, even though he could, he could literally defeat them, but he'll go. I think these are going to show up again. Like there's even a comic. I didn't actually read the rest of the run, but the Time Lord Victorious event that That's he did
1: for you. He'll read one comic. Page and I'll never read the
0: rest. Well, it was, you know, the big poster I had in my room at uni where the doctor has that thing, there's the eighth doctor next to him and the ninth doctor. they was supposed yes. to be this big multi platform event, but he just got to a point where so, they kept adding stuff to it. and I think this is too expensive to keep up with now, so I just mm. gave up basically. But then, one I think the first comic that opens starts with the doctor, the tenth doctor opening the TARDIS door, and there's a bunch of Daleks there, and he goes, I've just dealt with you guys. And it's just like, he's just so casual. They just like, oh, you again. And I just think that that's, that's got to be how he feels at this point. Yeah. Because every Doctor besides the Eighth Doctor on screen has, felt, has dealt with the Daleks. And it's got to just be like, ugh. Like, obviously, in extended material, all of them have, but we've never seen the Eighth Doctor do it. But every time you defeat them, you've got to know that they've got to show up again.
1: And I think it's good. I, the Daleks are a fantastic character, and I think this is a good. These are good. These are good two episodes to delve into those characters more, rather than just them being the template for bad people. Mm. They're a nice. It's. I, I really think this episode is important in giving us a slightly different take on the Dalek. Yeah, and I think
0: if, it was a, like just, just hold on, just, just even you're saying like they're not just a template for the bad people. This this episode still reminds us, like I said, where the Daleks have come from and saying mm. they are an alleg- an allegory. I can actually have say it. an al- allegory, an allegory, anyway, that's it, for um, the Nazis, that is what they originated as, but over the years they have evolved into far much more than that. What are you doing with your camera?
1: Oh, I had to lift up my whole laptop. Come
0: because... on, go down a bit. Let's see more. Let's get less headspace in. Better? Yeah. Okay, so say your point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the... It's an important episode for the Daleks, this, because it gives us a slightly different take on them, other than just because... They are probably the best creatures in Doctor Who, enemy-wise. It's the same mm, as saying
0: sort of the Cybermen take that. But they're
1: no, but they're the most well known. <laughs> Am I wrong in saying that? Which no, are the well-known well yeah, sure. So yeah. then they are the they are probably the best when it comes to most people's view. It's like the Joker. It's that idea. Most famous. A lot of people like them. So they use them a lot. And I think this is why this episode I think is better than. Not better. I think it's a good take on the Daleks because it does it in a different way rather than just the same old, we need to use the Daleks to get views. And I think maybe people react badly to this episode because it's different. They're like, oh, don't do this with the Daleks because they're supposed to be this. And it's like, but if we just do that, it's going to get real boring. That's the thing with the Joker. For years, they just did the same thing for the Joker. And it's like, can you stop? And in in the Arkham games, every right first game came out, Batman versus the Joker. Second one came out. Batman versus the Joker. The third one, speculation. Oh, it's Black Mask. Okay, we can have Joker not in this game. It could be like, a, it's main characters, main back as the Joker. Fourth game, Joker's dead. Okay, no more Joker. He hallucinates the Joker for most of the game. It's, you don't need, it's the idea of you don't need to keep reusing the same characters just because they're famous. Just do mm. something different. Or if you're going to do the same characters, do something different like they did with this episode. And I think It's good. Because it can expand the character, and then you can do them again if you really want. But it's rather than yeah, the imagine, same thing. Because in this, because obviously
0: this series, the the first series, obviously in the Russ Chavis run did four series. Yes. Yes. Who's the villain? Who's the villain of the series finale in the first series? Uh, Daleks. Daleks. Who's the villain in the series finale of the second series?
1: Angels.
0: Daleks. Daleks. Okay. Who's the villain in the finale of the fourth series?
1: Adipose. I got this. Daleks. One. Okay.
0: So one series, you know, I've been, I picked an interesting finger here for this. We but do the one this. the one series where the Daleks are not the, the villain in the series finale is this one. Obviously. obviously, the Master t- uh, oh, is the.
1: God, I, I, uh, I was close. I was close.
0: So obviously, the Master is the villain in this series finale. Yes. So they've, they've, they have, like I said before, they have to use Daleks in the series. They have to. They have no choice. So they've gone, right, what are we going to do with the Daleks here? Do we do something wildly different? Do we experiment with something? Or do we just churn out Daleks again? And I think it's a very much damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. Because if this was just a standard, we are Daleks, we're evil, we're going to take over. The people would go, Oh, it's boring. Can you not do something different? Then they do something different. They go, Oh, can you not just do what the Daleks are supposed to be? Mm. you know what I mean, it's like
1: that. You are correct. You because uh, if people. I am of the mind of if I ask for something different and you give it to me, and even if I don't like it, I've got to respect the fact you did something different. But a lot of people are very much like, I want something new, refreshing. What the (laughs) f have you done? This is too new and refreshing. It's like, you asked for it, you know? Like, yes, like you can understand, you can disagree with what they did, but you can't pressure a creative force into doing something and then be surprised it's different. Like it's, uh, you know. And
0: I just think the, the Daleks as well, Actually, interestingly, before we started, before we did this podcast, I think it was yesterday, a list came up on my phone. You know, I get, I get like recommended articles when I go on Google. Sometimes okay. they're just like, Sharon Osborne explodes on TV show. I'm like, going, not explodes physically. I mean, she gets angry. Oh, okay. But I'm like, um, I was like, well, that's <laughs> But I would look at that and I go, I don't really care. But the next one down was like, every Dalek episode ever ranked. So I thought that'd be quite interesting to see. Now I disagreed with quite a big chunk of that article actually because I was like, "Really, that one there?" Mm. But this one was third was third worst of them all, all of them from, from I... William from William Hartnell to Jodie Whittaker. This is the third worst one, that and I like thought a live
1: mind mentality,
0: and yeah, because I thought, and the explanation in it kind of annoyed me actually because it wasn't giving the writer Helen Rayner; it wasn't really giving her a chance because it sort of said. Uh, it was a weak script to begin with, and T. Davis wasn't able to come in and do his rewrites because he was ill. Because he does, I've read his book, The Writer's The Writer's uh, Tale, and a lot of those he he talks about the fires of Pompeii, for example, mm-hmm. and he re, he rewrote so much of that because he basically got the script and was like, uh, okay, not sure about that. I then redid it, and the idea was that with this episode, he was ill, so he didn't have the chance to do it. So he just went, yeah, sure, just make it whatever. Why do we need his hand on it? Do you know what I mean? Do we not just trust Helen Rayner to write a good you, episode?
1: You, for you, It's always important to have someone who knows what they're doing on set. Or when it comes to creative process, I mean. Because then they can guide people. But having his hands on everything can often restrict a lot of stuff. It's like with George Lucas, if he's got his hands in everything. If he's got his grip on everything, that's a problem. If he's there to guide people, that's key. So I think there's a limit. There's kind of yeah, a that, middle Yeah, it is
0: that. But it's also the idea that the explanation for why this was third was, was because Rusty G. Davis didn't write it. It was like...
1: it's. It sounds it's like, spiteful. But, it sounds but, like, so, I don't want to write this, so I'm going to find a reason. I don't want to like this, so I'm going to find a reason why I don't like this. Yeah, it felt, felt, Davis it felt like... So the, therefore, yeah.
0: It's almost as if they haven't you know, rewatched any of... To make a list like that, I recommend you watch all the Dalek episodes in a... You know, together. You start with them all and you just watch them all.
1: And you write notes after every single one of them. So it's fresh.
0: Yeah, it felt like they'd just gone, Oh, isn't that that one that people don't really like? Yeah, sure. I'll just put that third worst.
1: Hive my mentality. I don't, I think with this episode, reasoning why people don't like this one because.
0: Other people don't.
1: (laughs) Well, just. If you don't like this episode, if I believe it's probably for these reasons one, because you disagree with the, the take on the Daleks. Yep. Two, you've heard someone else say it's a bad episode. Mm-hmm. Therefore you've just jumped on the bandwagon. Or what's let's think of a third one. Third one. Because The accents. Yes. <laughs> or because it just it just seems like the reasoning for disliking this episode is often more just people saying is that, or is that the bad one? Is that the one? Yeah. I remember that. It's got where he becomes a human. And I'm like, okay, him becoming human, looks, it, it, it looks there. And it, on paper, it sounds terrible. But if you think of it in the story of the Daleks and why they're doing it and how it kind of humanizes them and it shows you a real side of how stubborn and ignorant and just dense the Daleks are, it's a fantastic deep dive into their mentality. Yeah, and it really shows you the and and you and they've got people who who say I disagree with how like if someone says to me I disagree with how the Daleks are portrayed in this episode, I can solve that problem quite easily by saying they're the cult of Skara, they're a yes. subsection. Mm. It's just how it is. is.
0: I'd also say I'd also think of this as a potential reason why some people don't like it is. Say you get to the end of the David Hedden era and you have mm-hmm. to you have to well the Russ Davis era for, it, for uh, rather and you said rank all the Dalek episodes. You've got Dalek and then the two-part of Chris Gregerson, then you've got Doomsday, then you've got this one, then you've got the Stolen Earth this absolutely would rate last in that I would yeah, of course and it's almost as if that mentality has continued all the way through Matt Smith era, Peter mm-hmm. Cloudy era, Andrew De era where we've had far worse Dalek episodes come since. but because this one was ranked bottom then, yeah just you just tend to think of it as, oh yeah, you can't really get much worse than that, but it's like um asylum of the daleks maybe um
1: if i were to compare resolution
0: this, revolution
1: which <laughs> like okay which would you which would you think's worse i, mean, I want your honest opinion on this victory of the dalek not worse but which one would you do you think's better we'll say victory of the daleks or these two parts which one do you think's better
0: well i'm actually gonna rank i'm gonna include a third in that i'm actually gonna rank all three dalek stories that we've done on this podcast okay yeah so I'm going to say that my my least favorite of the ones that we've done, Revolution of the Daleks. Well,
1: that's over that's, there.
0: That's a given. Second, yeah. Victory of the Daleks. And first would be this one. Of I all the, one, of all the ones we've done. I agree
1: with you, Yeah,
0: Of all the ones we've done, that's how I would rank this episode. Yep. Because i And then perhaps... Perhaps if I was rating all New Who Dalek stories, it would be Revolution of the Daleks last. Mm-hmm. Then it would be Resolution. Yep. Then it would be... Asylum of the Daleks, I think. And then perhaps victory, mm-hmm. and then maybe this one, yes, and then all the others after that. So it wouldn't be bottom., no. but it wouldn't be top. It'd be somewhere in the middle.
1: It's not as bad as people want it to be. It's no. it, like it's not it's nowhere near as good as the best Dalek episodes. But it's not terrible you know no. what i mean yeah it's not like
0: i mean so like some moments i thought were quite endearing i just thought because i'm just thinking uh, there's some notes here i've not spoke about so i'll just give them a mention even if we don't go into uh-huh. a big topic just before we then go on to a uh, what we do to fix it really which i imagine is not gonna be a very long section no. but um that i've said this earlier the doctor and martha i thought what i've said this before i know martha is one of your favorite companions. She's oh, not God. one of my favorites, but I don't dislike her. I do really like her, but I think there are people that are better. That's basically That's how enough, I yeah. feel. But here, I felt quite impressed with her because of her. And the, I, I remember the last time I did a rewatch of this series, I remember getting to the end of it and thinking, the Doctor really wasn't very really nice to Martha this series. And I remember thinking he, he, she really got quite shafted by him, really. Mm. But in this episode, Why I thought no, she did. Chemi- That's the problem. Yeah. Well, the, chem- <laughs> the, chem- oh. <laughs> the chemistry... Was actually a lot better than I seem to remember it being in this episode. Like there was, I think there were a few moments. The bit where the Doctor's going, "Oh, the Empire State Building's not quite built yet. It's got to be about." Then she goes, "November thirtieth, nineteen thirty, whatever it is." And he goes, "Oh, you're getting good at this." I've that really liked that line. There's a bit, the bit when the pigs are approaching them in the tunnels, and uh, the, the Martha goes, "The following year." And the Doctor goes, "Yep." I kind of noticed that. I thought I really liked that bit. And then uh, oh, there was another bit, but I've forgotten what that bit was now. But anyway. Um, I really liked that here So that was quite nice The Hooverville idea that there are all these people banding together
1: Well that's, that's true That's, that's basic, Yeah but it's the way that
0: it. they But the way that they put that into this episode And focused it on that
1: Yes yeah I know what you mean you know,
0: I, I liked that And then even as much as I found her annoying That bit when she sees La- uh, Laszlo in the tu- When Tallulah sees Laszlo in the tunnel again I thought that was I thought that was hey
1: How many L's Two or
0: three, three l's and an h and i've actually spelt it wrong here but anyway um when she sees T- laszlo in that tunnel again and she's not like ah, what are you and runs away she's still like this is the love of my life and even though he is hideous now she's still like adjusting his collar and really nice, being really nice to him i was also thinking for the actor that's got to be really uncomfortable having those teeth in your mouth yeah
1: i know the teeth I, because they'll pull your jaw forward because you wouldn't be able to go back that's that's and I thought, could have just got rid of the.
0: Yeah, anybody just... anybody in prosthetics didn't have a good time with this episode uh-huh. really so that was really nice the also a bit that got me quite emotional was maybe. when was when uh there were two moments both for the doctor here mm-hmm. and the first one was as you said when he does that speech after solomon has been killed he just puts and, so much
1: soul and into it's that. just I love the, doc-
0: it. the doctor at that point is just like just kill me Like because this, I need to save these people, and my number one thing is to sacrifice myself. And just I thought that was such a good moment because that doctor, that's just the doctor, sort of like at wits' end, just like just kill me. But he's just the doctor.
1: One thing I love about the doctor so much is he'll never sacrifice someone else on their behalf. Like if someone sacrifices himself, he'll respect that, but he will never sacrifice someone on their behalf because he will always sacrifice himself and that's a it's such a noble mentality
0: in the jodie with career but we
1: ignore that yeah right (laughs)
0: let's not talk about that and then the final bit that got me a bit like oh this is nice isn't it (laughs) was at the end where laszlo is about to die and he goes nobody else is dying on my watch today and he just gets out of bunsen burn and does who knows what he does but it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter he Make sure laszlo has at least an extended of He turns Bunsen Burner of with a
1: sonic screwdriver, which wouldn't make sense because it's a it's a purely mechanical thing. Like, require it's manual. Bunsen burners are not automatic.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, true. But, but uh, yeah, I um,
1: just it's nice that because it's the because this it's the idea which Batman has as well. You can't save everyone, but try, but just try. And I love that. And the Doctor has that. Like he he, he couldn't save everyone. But he's not going to give up. Like, if you can't save everyone, don't then accept everyone's death. Just accept you couldn't save those people and save the rest. I don't understand if there are people out there saying, if we hadn't had this episode, if people out there were saying, why have the Daleks never tried to evolve? Then that's fair enough. But now that we've seen it, the argument of why don't they try, you just direct them to this episode. It's like, they have. It Didn't hmm. go well. Or it did go well, but they chose not to go along with it because they don't see yeah, it as a Dalek it's they...
0: also, it's a contained story as well. It's not like ones that we've talked about before where it's like they set up this idea maybe to deal with it one day. Mm. They literally set up the idea and then went, in-universe, went, no, this is stupid, and then moved on from it. It's not like they went, what would happen if Daleks evolve? Anyway, let's escape now and just leave that dangling. They literally set it up and went, no, we're never going to do this again. This hasn't if Dalek's worked. Daleks
1: evolved? this would happen which isn't a bad thing
0: yeah but and it's also one it's this it's one happen. of the it's also a story where it's well worth a two-parter so you could not do this in a single part. this no. deserves a two-parter you've
1: explained why because the build-up is important mm. and, yes
0: so what would you do to fix this i imagine this is only going to be about two minutes long this section but what would you do to fix it? is there anything you do to fix this
1: <sighs> no
0: besides because I, my I, I, a lot of my points really i'm just thinking production issues and i try we try to ignore them a lot on this podcast because it's sort of that's not what we're here for we're no. not here to, we're not here to say sack that director
1: we'll, we'll, we'll say why if there's a something like has gone terribly wrong we'll say why we think that is which is often the writer or director or yeah. production reasons we'll we'll we'll, re, we'll we'll never say a production reason is a like we'll never say the production is bad but if we will see, use the production we as an say, explanation for something happening
0: in yes, the show. Yes, exactly. We will say, "I can, this is why people don't like it, because I can imagine this puts you off. Mm-hmm. But we're here just to talk about plot. So, so if I was saying, what would I do to fix this? I'd say, hire American actors or, or a decent vocal coach.
1: Yes, because then the characters would then have American accents. That's what we mean. We use the production for the yeah. fiction.
0: But for, um. I try wise, put more money
1: in. Because then you can get just if a broad thing. It just feels like this episode needed more money in it. I don't even know if that was an issue. I thought,
0: besides from the obvious, this is 2007 on a BBC budget kind of things, like the studio is really windy. And then also, you know, sort of the kind of naff CGI when the guy gets sucked into Dalek Sec. <laughs> I
1: like...
0: generally didn't have that many issues with it money-wise
1: because oh, uh, there yeah. was a lot.
0: I mean, maybe it could have, it could have um, benefited from actually going to New York rather than just making do with Cardiff, because you, this, when
1: they were outside the Empire, the not the Empire State, the Statue of Liberty, I was like, that's not the Statue of Liberty, where no, <laughs> no, you're standing.
0: No, and it's not. But it's like if you look at this episode, is set in New York, and then you've got the um, Matt Smith episode, "The Angels Take Manhattan," which was filmed in New York. One feels. One offending. feels like it is, and one feels like it isn't. Yes. So that that maybe that's my only monetary thing I could say is that. But I don't know. Plot wise, I don't know if there is much I would change because it
1: does, I think it, it does, does it, it does its, do its job. It, yeah, and it's done okay. And the, I I think the only way for this to be better is if it were a completely different story or just like a complete like different setting like for it to be better it just has to be something different because it does what it set out to do fine
0: yeah because i can imagine some people could say well i would fix this by maybe you can keep it in new york but get rid of the evolution element or maybe keep the evolution element but get rid of the new york but somehow it all works
1: Mm.
0: like you know you could just get rid of the new york element where would you set it i think that's quite i think that's quite an irrelevant detail really I don't really know if that is something that is a minus point because the Hooverville thing works and everything, I like it. I do if you like set it say, it in a different location. Like
1: yeah, if you set it in a different location, how do you replace the Hooverville element? What building do you use instead of the Empire State Building? It all kind of has to be yeah. how it is for it to work. And I think this episode does work in what it wants to be. It's not amazing, but it's not as... I exactly. don't, I, people what? need to kind of get over yourselves with this episode watch it again and and critically on its own it you,
0: as well don't yes. watch it in a rewatch just watch this episode and if
1: and if you disagree with us then that's fair enough but please reason it don't just disagree with us because like, make sure it's you know what i mean mm. look at it and say i disagree with you because i think the Daleks evolving is bad for this reason Th- like that's what we need here you know you get what I'm saying. Of, again even the Daleks agree with you. So it's like, is
0: that a valid criticism? I'm saying if you if you if you think that Dalek evolution is stupid, but it's like, mm-hmm. well, yes, so did the Daleks. so it's like
1: yeah, it's in the episode
0: there, there isn't really
1: the conclusion I don't think that's episode, a valid, I
0: don't think that's a valid criticism
1: yeah he, and to be, yeah even because even in this episode, if you, yeah, even if you think the evolution is dumb and terrible and it shouldn't be done, the Daleks go like, yeah yeah we, that's why we killed everyone <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the point of the story so i yeah i, I yeah that's yeah there
0: yeah. you go it's 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 not a 10 out uh, it's not a 10 out of 10 episode by any oh, no. stretch of the imagination but it's not trying to be and i think that's the point really this isn't trying to be journey's end of the stolen yeah. earth like this with, is just a dalek story
1: with any episodes where we say where it's, where we do give it, where we kind of say it's better than what people say it is, I think it's always because it does what it's meant to do. Mm-hmm. And you can't fault something, which well, you can't fault it and say it's comparing it to other things, but if you compare it to itself, then it just does what it's meant to do.
0: So, But, but I do think we can say, alongside Victory of the Daleks, Sleep No More, The yeah. Witch Finders, and yeah. The Doctor's Daughter. I is, may is,
1: put Witch Finders a little bit higher because of the potential I think it could do. Yeah, but I'm about to say is. Oh, of, I see what you're doing, Gabe. I say Of
0: all the episodes that we've discussed, alongside those ones, this one does deserve a second chance. That is the very yes. the very nature of this podcast. What episodes deserve a second chance, and I do think this is one of them. I agree with you, and I think that is a nice way to end it.
1: Yeah. What are we doing next time then?
0: Next time is a very Ooh. interesting. It's a very interesting episode. We yes. can announce. We can announce this now. Next time,
1: to we every are going- two people who are listening. <laughs> To all three people.
0: <laughs> I say three. I've got a bit more hope.
1: What? You've got to be. who? Who's the secret admirer? Yes.
0: It's because I, I think I only know of about three people that actually listen. But anyway, actually, now I think about it, I can only think of two people. Anyway. No. Whatever. <laughs> the point is, next week, we have got a very interesting episode. Is that we are... This is, theoretically, this is the final lockdown virtual episode we should do for this series. Yep. As next week... We will be back in the radio studio. However, that is not our big announcement. Our big announcement is that we are going to be crossing over with a, another Doctor Who podcast called the Hit or Miss Podcast. And together, we are going to be exploring Let's Kill Hitler. Strange sentence, really, that is, isn't it? Well, that that is the episode we're going to be doing next week. Does Let's Kill Hitler deserve a second chance featuring Hit or Miss the Doctor Who podcast? Yes. So until then thank you for listening
1: thank you very much for watching wait if you're watching you're also listening yes. we've we've gone over this before yes but yeah and no good, thank you so and goodbye
0: as goes good, well as well say and goodbye then you said thank you so i'm telling to thank you and goodbye
1: oh i see well goodbye and thank you is.
0: yes d- 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 yeah. d- d- no 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 i'm leaving d- i'm leaving, d- I'm leaving.
1: D-